Are we recording? Odd. We're, yeah, we're recording. Uh, I feel lame, but it's the same as last time. High and hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. I really anticipated drinking more of it last time, but today's episode is brought to you by Natty Light. Natural Natty light? light. You got some natural it, light. Natty Light. Natural light it, in your new apartment, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> it fits. It fits the legal definition of beer. We're out of college now. We're out of undergrad now. We have, we have to call it natural light. All right. Natural light. No, you're out of college. You just buy Michelob Ultra. This was 15 for a 30 pack, okay? Well, he's not a dad yet. You don't buy Michelob Ultra yet. I'm not a 30-year-old white woman. <laughs> Although I would say, okay, the only the only way you buy Mickey U's is if you're A, a dad, B, have a sweet basement, Chris... Or C, <laughs> you have a garage. That's next on the list. Exactly. Welcome back to Chris's case. For every one of those things you have, you have to buy one case. Chris so. has a Chris has a whole Pinterest board Chris, of garage Chris ideas. Wants, it's not a Pinterest board. He's tried to get it's, there before it's us. It's a vision board. It's a vision for his board. garage. <laughs> if you if he turns his camera slightly, you'll see it's it just, on the wall. It's just an empty vision board, except for there's like a fridge with some Mickey U's in it. <laughs> like, actually, the, if you go through that the door in the background, you'll just see this entire like just uh corkboard full of just a closet shrine ideas, potential garage statistics. There's like a little 1990s computer in the corner with like a Excel spreadsheet with all the finances on it. See, my vision board is just all pictures of Robert Durst. For your garage? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, also for my garage. He was a serial killer. Oh. Oh. Is this another Columbine, dude? Mm. Oh, no. no, no, no stop, no. stop. <laughs> Have you ever watched uh, the docuseries The Jinx? The what? The Jinx. Shut up, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's about this rich guy who was a convicted murderer who probably killed at least three other people. Like, super rich. Jeez. Those are rookie and numbers. They, they, they caught him on tape. Did. Oh yeah, he died today. That's why he's on my mind. Hmm. So what's our joke for the session? Um, fuck slaps. Fuck slaps. <laughs> Todd, you were really close to that trash can. That's a ha- That's a hamper. That's why I wasn't. I wasn't aiming. I was, What's the difference? Okay. I was just going for my closet. <laughs> you just throw your beer cans in the closet. That was not a beer can. That was an ace bandage for like uh, okay. for like your legs for when you injure you yourself. You got both things in what he did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fifty-fifty shot and I was wrong. I'll be right back. Oh, we just lost our cleric. You don't need one. All I have is low-level healing spells. Help. Oh, speaking of low-level healing spells, Todd. Yeah, that's me. When Noah's, that's when Noah's schedule goes to shit next week, Yeah. how would you feel about flip-flopping each Monday? Isles this week. Which light next week? Oh. Isles the week. Like. Yeah. I mean, we're Since already we doing. We won't be able to do Wednesdays, and, and we all have. And then ask Seth and Andrew if they're free on Mondays. Yeah, that's fine. And then uh, when Witchlight ends, we would just do try to do aisles every week if people can do uh, that. Potentially, it depends. If I don't what, start my bar shot. 
there's the bard shot, and also after which light we want to do Andrew's high level. Ah, uh, John's asleep. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like more. Sorry, what? <laughs> it's just uh, it's like the other guy we know. Get him out of here. Bring Scott in. <laughs> yeah, get the other Roan. How uh, dare you replace me? Is today's joke narcolepsy? Get the chaotic neutral Roan. As opposed to the whatever I am. You're the awful neutral. Good. You're the hot or, one. You say Thanks, lawfully babe. neutral? He's lawful neutral. That food is hot. It was a hot food. <laughs> I can see yeah, it. I had to. I hand handmade meatballs and then had to sear them and cook them in the pot a little longer. All right, boys. And I woke up at six forty-five. So no, you didn't listen to the last episode, did you? I listened to like thirty minutes of it, but then awesome. I had to... perfect because I think this I... intro is actually just going to be stupid, yeah. and I can't wait. Because then it... I had drinking. I think it works better that way because Willow was asleep, so like. He's just not yeah. gonna know what's been going on. All I know is that Willow has to rock a wicked piss. Oh, uh, he already pissed. He peed in his sleep. Yeah, we, we put his hand the in the glass. Last two minutes didn't count. Alright, well. Well, did you make me piss? We're retconning that. Does the DM control have control over my penis? And or vagina? Urethra. Of course you, he does. I think you more have powers over that since... Your gender fluid. I like how you. Yeah. I like how you uh, very quickly corrected yourself from vagina to urethra. You're like, I know it's not. The, that's not where the pee comes from. Today's joke is climate change. Colorado's on fire in January. That's not a joke. It's really not. We didn't start the it fire. Raise more awareness for it. Oh my god, guys! We could have a we could have a charity. We would raise. Zero we money. already have Noah. Is that a stripper? No, but like, we support. We support fire. <laughs> In yeah. fire versus humans, I'm on the side of fire. Do you think England has England copyrighted? Uh oh. <laughs> Not real. <laughs> it's hard cut to a black screen. The the gang has a court case with England, like, <laughs> the gangs get sued by England. Da, 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 the da, queen da. sues the party. <laughs> the queen sues the D&D &D party. We go, to the, we, we, go to the, we go to the courtroom, but we're all in character. <laughs> we <go to> the, <laughs> <laughs> the entire court case. We just have to go after the queen is redacted. Like, I will show up in <laughs> booty shorts. It's canonical. I'm just in purple face and horns. They, they keep pounty, patting me down as I, I approach the stand. I'm like, guys, I don't actually have a gun. Like, that's not. <laughs> Where's the furry one? Where's our Where resident furry? Where's. Ooh, woo. Ooh, I guess I'll get another beer. Fuck. Oh, God. Twist his arm like that. <laughs> I guess I'll just get another beer while I wait. Yeah. I'll have another popper. <laughs> I'd have a beer. It's it's cool having my fridge two steps away from my desk. Do you have a studio? Yes. Nice. I was considering my friend from college who uh -oh. I lived with. Asking lived you upstairs. shall receive. Quick, Jake, get that beer. Shit. Get beer. <laughs> All right. Today's session is brought to you by Natty Daddy.
It's 8%. Oh my god, natural daddy. No, this one actually says natty. Ew. That's... I, prefer, I prefer my daddies, artificial and full of chemicals. Boom. That's a king. I was gonna make a joke. But back to my roommate. He lived upstairs and he kept like a little camping cooler, like a fishing cooler. And he would just fill it with beer and take it upstairs so he wouldn't have to go downstairs. I was like, man, I'm like 20 feet from my fridge and that's still a good idea. That means fucking smart. I should fill my fishing cooler and put it even closer to me. But was it a yes? Next to your fridge? <laughs> You're I just going to get a cooler next to your <laughs> fridge. Between you yeah. and your fridge. <laughs> yeah. Just on top of it so it's like hand level. Since we already have Chris's couch, I'm gonna send you my fridge. We just have a we just have a a party like we are made up our own mishmashed house from different pieces of our own. Actually, Noah, just put your webcam on a timer and leave the room, <laughs> and we'll just put your fucking room as the new art. <laughs> but my bed's not made, and I haven't put away my clothes yet. <laughs> like the giant bag of uh, cocoa puffs. Thanks. I just well, they're not cocoa puffs. They're yeah, cocoa the giant bag of cocoa, cocoa dino, dino bite. Yeah, yeah. They're the they're the the malto meal. They're the cocoa pebbles uh, ripoff. Oh, okay. Oh shit, guys, we're gonna make fun of Noah for being poor. Yes, yeah. being poor is trendy. It is. But look, I, I have, our generation I there some mac and cheese. The session is also brought to you by Berkeley, that college that I attended for one semester. The Berkeley? You went to UC Berkeley? Yeah. Huh. I audited an online class in the 11th grade. Oh. <laughs> Intro to philosophy. It's probably why I'm so fucked up now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> last time... I, told, I took a sip of my beer and I lost it. Last time on the Infernal Isles, our party actually made it to Dublin. A green elf boy skating on the surface of the Bay of London directed them through a canal into the actual city of Dublin. A sprawling metropolis characterized by... Floating landmasses affixed in place, bridges and canals constructed here and there. Much of the city is industrialized and um, is present in towering spires uh, that stretch almost to the clouds, depending on the day. Our party traveled to the Diamond Quarter. Um, just based on some loose directions to the nearest Boros Al the Boros Legion outpost. Their ship has been moored. Uh, they have taken a stroll into the Diamond Quarter to uh, for Balthiel to inspect the various stone used to construct the city. Party distracted a couple of guardsmen while he vandalized a local structure. Willow, apparently, just in such awe at actually seeing a capital city, fell asleep and was carried around by Gardor. 
<laughs> the four of you arrived in the Siren Song Tavern, a cozy establishment, much like a pub, lit dimly lit by candles and lanterns and a large fireplace. Uh, you arrived around midday, so you kind of combated a lunch rush. Uh, but you got you got a seat. Uh, we open with uh, oh, Balthiel talked to some local retirees, got a little lay of the land. Uh, we open with uh, Willow stirring awake. You're in a booth. Uh, you see your companions. Gardor's chowing, chowing down on some stroganov-looking shit. Varys is working his way through his third lobster tail. Uh, Balthiel's not in sight, but you can hear the sounds of, like, a NASCAR pit stop beneath the table. Ratchets. <laughs> um, you find yourself in need of a good piss. Hey, guys. What did I miss? Ah, oh, fuck. I'm gonna go rock a wicked piss. I do that. <laughs> Take care of business in a rather tidy latrine off a hallway. Um, and you're kind of checking on yourself in a mirror that's kind of browned with age. What are you? Who are you today? I'm still the half elf. I haven't changed. Though, is it a private latrine? Yeah. I'm going to change. Back into the little tiefling girl I was in. Not little, um, just short. Yeah. Short tiefling woman I was in Blackpool. So, as you're changing your form, kind of inspecting yourself, you notice that the sounds of the tavern fade away. And uh -huh. what originally, the smell of the latrine changes um and you get an earthier earthier scent um as you're looking in the mirror you see a very small moat of orange light drift down behind you i turn around um has it opened up into a into a grove you don't see it anymore fuck it all wants to talk I'll just meditate tonight. Um, is is the are the sounds back? Nope. All right. Can I move anywhere in the latrine, or do I just open the door? And I'm just gonna open the door. It's probably there. You turn to reach for the door. You once again see the moat in the reflection of the mirror. Hmm. I touch the mirror. Nothing happens, but. The moat flies to the back wall. You're still seeing this through the reflection of the mirror. And it starts to expand into kind of like a spider work. Like thin lines begin shooting out. Glowing orange like the embers of a fire. And they spell out a word. Which you do recognize as Elvish. Let's see. I speak Sylvan. Golgori. I gotta ask an elf. But you do see this. Yeah, I speak Elvin. What, is, what does that mean? 
you recognize this is the elvish word for rebirth. Rebirth. Okay. I'm just staring at the word, seeing if anything else happens. You still looking in the mirror? Yeah. Nothing happens. I'm going to ask Mifa, is there anything really behind me, or is it just in the reflection? I don't want to take my eyes off the word in case anything else happens. What do you mean there's something in the mirror? Oh shit, you can't see that? Are you high again? No, it's incredibly well rested. Gotcha, but no, no, there's nothing. Also, can you stop bringing me to the bathroom with you? I didn't ask, you can just not come. Whatever. She just kind of tucks back into your, your hood. You can hear her, like, lightly snoozing in your ear. Aw. I was gonna ask her if my outfit's alright, but that's okay. Um, I turn around and look at the opposite wall. Is there anything there? As you turn around, volume goes back to normal. Smells, like, kind of shitty again. Rebirth. In the latrine. Alright. So I freshen up, I go back out. And ask uh, familiar tiefling plops down with you guys, hey guys at the table. It's me. Oh no! <laughs> what's what's on the menu here? Lobster tail. I slide him up a, a plate. Eh, anything vegetarian. I'm kind of sick of you know eating just salted bear meat and nuts for a month. More for me than do 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 do. A flag over a waitress. Anon comes over, they... Uh, ah! Didn't see you here earlier, I guess... I guess your elven friend decided to stumble off, but, uh... What can I get you? Yeah, he was feeling off. Um, tell me, what... Do you have any, like... Anything from the garden? Fresh... Uh, greens? Any fruit? I'll bring you... Bring you some honeydew, but we do have a savory oh. carrot salad. I will take the carrot salad and the honeydew, and okay. flag flag and a veil. Oh, certainly. Thank and you. They wander off, leaving you guys unattended. Your door goes and rocks a wicked piss in his pajama pants. <laughs> so, have you guys run into anything weird while I was asleep? Not really. I mean, it was a pretty standard. I gave, you know, my three-star tour of Dublin so far. You know, we hit all the big sites, um, which is to say we didn't hit any big sites. <laughs> and we did a little light vandalism, ran into the Guardians, who were essentially kind of like the peacekeeping unit in the city, and, and so we decided we needed alcohol. Is the Legion not active here? Boros Legion is, yeah. There's a building that we passed on the way here. Um, but Gardor wasn't really feeling up to it going in, so we decided to, you know, get him a little drunk first and then see what he wants to do. I'm going to lean under the table and whisper to Balthiel. Anybody recognize the uh, the Dean here? The what? You know, the Dublin Demon. Uh, I stop what I'm doing. I take a nail... And I go to put it behind my ear, but I don't have ears. But when I do that, 
there's a magnet in my head, so it just sticks to the side of my head, and then I look at him and I go, no. And then I go back and I go back to what I was doing. I'm I'm female now, but cool. Thank okay. you. Let me redo that. Robots. Well, I got look at her, and is that is that what you wanted? Yes. Sorry, it's hard to keep up with. I'm drunk. You don't get drunk. I'm the most drunkest robot in the world. Do you want me to turn you human? You can get drunk with us. I'm trying to get the robot drunk. I'm not in character. No, it is. I want to do it. Anyway, say, Varus, do you remember the last time you were in the city? Uh, I mean, I don't really... I'm a little wary to trust my memories right now, but the last time I was in the city was... when I left the arm. Yeah, after... The, uh, the big bad event happened. Um, that will should not be named. I left Dublin and have not been back since. So the late afternoon. The, yeah, <laughs> the morning. Uh, <laughs> you hear one last loud bang, and then Balthiel, like, kind of shimmed up under the table, stands up, sits in one of the chairs. Yeah, wait, that actually, Willow brings up a good point. We're in Dublin. Why don't they recognize the demon? I'm not shouting this, by the way. I'm saying it. Just enough that our our table can hear, but... I mean, it, it's been time. It's been... I mean, think about how many... Yeah, we're talking centuries. So think about how many people you remember, Willow, from 20 years ago. That you would see if you were on the street, you'd immediately recognize. Twenty years ago, from my perspective, I wasn't even born. Exactly. So, like, no people you would recognize. That's not comparable. That's, that's know, all or, I got, man. Time is fluid. All right, get it. Get. But I feel like a lot of people recognize you in England. If they recognize you in England, wouldn't they recognize you here? I've been in England for the last... I haven't been here for 200 years. Are fairies the only um, beings that live longer than, like, a century or two? As far as I know, I mean, elves... I've not met anyone who's lived as long as me, in my experience. Okay. So maybe... Wait, no, they wouldn't call him the Dublin, Demon of Dublin if he was a demon somewhere else and then everybody knew he was from Dublin because he's not from Dublin. So he had to have done a thing in Dublin. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. I mean, based on what we just encountered, it's possible I killed everyone who would remember me. Naturally. I'm not really wanting to go that far down that string of possibilities. Of course, of course. But so far, no one has stopped me on the street or, you know, demanded an autograph. So both of those so far are different. Guys, we might have to hit the library again. Ballfield squints at Varys for a second. Then he reaches into one of his satchels. He pulls out a cassette tape, opens up his chest, puts it inside, slaps it. And then out of his mouth comes Varys' voice. And he recounts the tale of Varys saying he was dragged up a gangplank saying, It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Then he takes the cassette tape out, puts it back, and says... Sounds like 
something did happen here, and you got framed for it. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying I don't really trust my memories, because I have things that I know. I knew things, and those things <coughs> were wrong. So, I don't... I think the last time I was here was 200 years ago. I think it went great. I think I left, you know, a decorated war hero. Um, but apparently might not have happened that way. So uh, your guess is as good as mine. Library? At this point, Anon returns, puts your veggie shit in front of you, Willow. Um, just... They politely ask anything else I could get for you for? Finally, some good fucking food. Um. Oh, you're also given your flag and ale. Does Devlin have a history of any particularly violent events? I'm asking Anon. Um, well. <laughs> barring the. Occasional fire in the academy stretch or an airship crashing, just your typical accidents. Nothing, nothing particularly tragic, no. Cool. Sorry, we're just tourists and we want to know what places to avoid because of the bad juju. Eh, you just want to stick to the main, main. Roads and canals. Uh, you want to avoid the fringes. That's fair. I think we're good. We're good. Alright, did you want the bill? Uh, no, this is probably not going to be my last flagon. Okay. But bill, bill, billing is this guy, and I'm pointing to Balthiel. They just wander away, start to go, assist... Uh, actually, the four gentlemen that Balthiel relocated when you guys arrived. I smack Willow upside the back of the head. <laughs> Fuck was that? I was just seeing if there's anything in the local history like a mass slaughter. <laughs> He's right. I kind of wanted to know if there's a violent event too, but I was. We could have just gone to the library for that one. I think hey, we have you to happen to recognize this man. You know this guy sitting so next to me. No, I wasn't going to do that. Uber. Well, you have nothing to worry about, right? Because you said no one should recognize you. It's been 200 uh, years. It could I mean, be I could just, elves. I could just turn into you and run around saying, does anybody recognize me? No, that's how we have to break you out of a psychiatric ward. I've been there before. It's not fun. Yeah. Picking people out, you know. I've never been in one, of course. Fact, I'm a little sus. You know, that actually brings up a really good point, though. We were talking about, or at least I was talking about, going to the, uh... The library. Don't you do pretend that the library was your idea? No, it was. You were asleep. Uh... Damn it! Literally was. <laughs> I wanted to learn more about Dublin. You should have done your homework. All right. Um, we go to a library in every place we go to that has one. No, but I mean, this one is important, I think, I feel, because if we want to know about a potentially violent 
thing that might have happened here 200 years ago. I feel like the only place I would know that is the library. Yeah. Should we get rooms here? We can. How much of a hole are you burning um, in my wallet? I'm sorry. Who no, no, you're not. Who who cooked for these two? Who for ate none of it? Yeah, what are you talking? That's about? why I said. That's why I said these two, not you. Okay. You selfish buffoon. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I think we're probably safe because we ran into the literal peacekeeping force in the city, and caps. There was no issue, so I think we're probably good to just you know roam the city. Um, what time of day is it? Think like one ish, two ish. Oh, we can find lodging later. Knowing what I know now, I really want to go hit up the library. Let's 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 go to the library. I'm gonna. You sure? You guys don't want to let me wander off on my own again? You didn't like that last time. I wandered off with you. Which last time are we talking about? So I was kind of alone. <laughs> I guess we're gonna finish our meal. Um. Drink a few more pitchers of, of ale, and then embark. Yeah, I'm gonna. Do we do we know where the where the library is? Uh, yeah. Let's see if, they... if I recall correctly, Jed, you said you called it the academic quarter oh, I've been last time. Okay. The academy stretch. Academy stretch. Rats mm -hmm. in there my you go. butthole. Stretch. That was close. That's the only thing I didn't write down in last session. A lot of things were called quarter until I realized I had more than four districts. <laughs> I think you just lean into that and you've got like 18 different quarters. I have. No, I don't know if that's quarter. why they call it quarter. Yeah, I think I quarters know, quarters are like where you live, right? So like, it's yeah. like right. where the diamonds I'm going to go back to college and major in everything <laughs> I need to prepare a campaign. You could go to Berkeley. <laughs> You're an alumni. City, city planning. <laughs> Botany. Fucking astronomy. I don't know. Astronomy is a good one. Um, I think both you handed a non like five gold already. No, I gave five I gave five gold to Gardor for the nails, but I can give I can give another five gold to the to the nice gentleman who's been taking care of us. Shit, I mean what's the what's the tab that we ran up? Well can't be more than a gold. It's probably two gold, considering Varus ordered five orders of lobster tail. Okay, yeah. Then, oh, I, you guys... then I, I put down five gold, give him a nice hefty tip. Uh, you a, got the surf and surf and surf. A 150% like, tip. Uh, yeah, Anon's pretty fucking stoked about that. They're like, you can... Please request me anytime. <laughs> You've been great, Anon. You even got through my friend's really... um. Invasive questions, so... Oh, she I asked lovely. one question. Thank you. Well, um, now that you mention it, you do have to watch out for the guilds. God, that's always the... What are the guilds? The gangs. The gangs of New York. It actually says, you're, you're actually not far off. Sometimes they do uh, act a little bit like criminal gangs. 
but as long as you didn't, she kind of lowers her voice, or they lower their voice, and they say, sometimes the guilds like to disrupt each other, and uh, if they can keep it under the under the nose of the guardians, then they'll they try to do what they will. But, like I said, just stay away from the fringes, and if there's if there's a fight, I would try to avoid it. Thank you. I think we can handle ourselves. You see how big our friend is here? I, I was Point trying... Ball <laughs> no, I'm playing with my nails. We're watching you just fit, eat more noodles. You're kind of like, some of it falls out, and you're like, argh, argh. Aggressively stab <laughs> through the plate to get the noodle. You know, I said Gangs of New York as a joke, and then I realized, based on this time period, that America is canon, so... Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. You fucking bet it is! <laughs> no! <laughs> Wait till you four die and I start a new campaign in New Noah York Noah just City. starts having a panic attack. <laughs> That's where all the dummy human paladins live. We're post-revolutionary war. American Revolution, I, I mean. We're in the middle of the War of 1812, which is technically a theater of the Napoleon Wars. Right. If you didn't know. I actually forget what year it is, but I know it's the Napoleon Wars right now. Right, so it's like it's like in the 18... It's like 1815 or something. Yeah, 1815 was the 18. 10s. Yeah, so it's like 1803 to 1815. Though. Look at us, eight episodes in, figuring out what the setting is to our campaign. <laughs> I two years last eight episodes. But that's so vintage us. That's not counting the wars of the first, second, and third coalitions. <laughs> sure. Napoleon wasn't in power during those. He just All right, no, shut up, shut the fuck up. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we can't get him too into history. We can't. We know this. Guys, I want to go to the Academy Stretch. Can we indulge the Let's robots? Go to the Academy stretch. Let's go to the Academy Stretch. Okay. So, just based on... And Willow, you are cognizant enough for this. You were given a pamphlet that was essentially a tabloid, but it did give directions around the city. Uh, you know, the Academy Stretch is going to be about a... two-hour march. Good God. I, is there I a trolley? Two hours? Potentially, yeah. Might be able to identify some other... In the, adver in the advertisement section of the pamphlet you received, uh, you do see boat taxis, balloon taxis. Boat taxis. I'm going to flag over Anon and ask, hey, what's the public transpo in this place like? Yeah, just reiterates, and she's like, and you can rent a balloon. You could get a smaller ship that'll take you through the canals. Um, that's, those are really the two big ones right now. Uh, they were thinking of trying to build a train, um, but something about the union contracts. Ah. <sighs> 
This shit, trains are fucking cool. New objective. I'm gonna look at everybody. <laughs> build ball, train. Ball, um, ball field tries to John Henry this shit. And just build a build a railroad all on its own accord. Balloon ride? Balloon ride? Balloon ride. I was gonna say boat, but fuck it. Just let's go let's go sky. It'll give me a good it'll give me a better mental map of the city so I can navigate this around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it really doesn't take you guys too long. I you leave, I'm assuming. Any other business here in the inn? Nope. Nope. Done with your stroganoff. <laughs> Looks like you're enjoying it. <laughs> I'm just acting in character. That's what yeah. a great job. I am method acting. <laughs> you're doing a great job. <laughs> so, you guys leave. Uh, once again, you're out in the... Especially now, the sun's pretty high. There's very few clouds in the sky. Uh, the light is reflecting beautifully off a lot of the bronze the bronze elements of all these structures that have you've identified are kind of a characteristic of the diamond quarter. You're making your way through walkways, dodging, jostling crowds. Um, remember it's a largely human, largely human population. You see a spattering of, um, humans with elvish features, you know, the sort of high cheekbones, a slight point to their ears, just a sort of aloofness in their being. You see the occasional halflings and such. Uh, you do see, every once in a while, uh, Warforged here or there, as you're making your way. But it doesn't take you too long to find a sort of a dock, a dry dock, affixed to the side of one of these walkways. Uh, keep in mind, you guys are... Elevation-wise, you're pretty high up, just on different structures of stone. Uh, but you see a number of green balloons uh, with baskets um, arriving. You see people getting onto them. Uh, they depart, um, head out deeper into the city, weaving their way between the different spires of the buildings. If you four decide to approach... Oh yeah. Hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. A, we do. A a half elven woman, uh, long brown hair, uh, gold septum piercing. Uh, she flags you over. Hot. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Every charisma character ever. She says, "You four looking for for travel." Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're trying to get to the uh, academy oh. stretch. You just see okay. us all cluelessly walking around. There's like a. Okay, what we're, he said, but we're not, we're not even walking in the same way. direction. We're all just walking in separate, like, we're just. <laughs> it's like, what are these idiots doing? Ferris is the only one that remotely possibly knows what the fuck is going on. I have like a 10% idea, and everyone else is like a 1%. So I'm just that's, confidently that's not knowing where fair. I'm going. That's a pretty fair yeah. assessment. Uh, no, she I'm says, Academy not. District to... Is it, if you give give me about ten minutes, we should get another balloon uh, returning that could take you out there. Uh, it'd be about... 
I look at my DM screen real quick. I'll probably get you there for ten silver. Uh, how how big are one of these uh these balloon? They fit my large friend here. Yeah, so if you're just looking around, they're actually large enough to to have a about three rows of benches, so it could oh. comfortably seat about nine people. Um, nine plus the we'll call him an engineer. I was like, look, I'm okay with the, the center. I'm okay with the uh, concept of an airship because of just how large they are. But uh, you know, being up in the air in this small basket that's okay i'll ask the half elf you. mentions that they haven't had an incident in about 173 days what happened uh, 173 days ago we just didn't check the rigging closely enough but All thankfully right, everyone sure felt it the rigging. all right oh without a doubt uh they kind of take they notice your attire and they said without We'll, we'll certainly make sure that it will meet your standards. And it's like, hmm. Just like one quick nod. Little humph. Can, can they break a gold piece? Yeah. Sick. Um, if you're paying, them? they you break said 10 it. silver, right? Yeah, and they just That's gesture the over to, <laughs> to a, a couple stone benches. Um, while you're waiting, you kind of just take in the scene. You guys are sitting on these benches overlooking a section of the Diamond Quarter, which is several hundred feet below you. You can see kind of a canal cutting through uh, the constructed tier of the city. Uh, you can see some of the bronze domes there. You can see people milling about. Uh, couple minutes go by and then another balloon arrives and she gestures over to you and you you see her talking to the uh, sandy haired dwarf um, engineer uh, they take a moment and just go over all the rigging uh, the dwarf pulls out a clipboard and checks off a couple things he looks a little ad he looks a little like why am I doing this and then they, she kind of points over to Gardor, and he's like, uh, "Okay, okay, it's a Karen." Uh, the dwarf bellows, "You four, all right? She's ready for you." Oh boy, Balkus is really excited. He run, he like runs over and gets a front row seat. Yeah, let's get this over with. I like trudge into the uh, the basket, just like heavily plop down. Like shake the entire thing. Okay. Uh, the dwarf... The dwarf introduces himself as Brack Goldmane. And once everyone is seated and comfortable, he undoes... Undoes the rope mooring, you guys, to... Does this dwarf oh, indeed have a golden mane? Uh, he has hair, sandy. Blonde. He has sandy colored hair and beard. Okay, I'm looking at something real quick. I'm totally not Wikipediaing hot air balloons. 
All right, Varys gets a little airsick right as you guys begin to take off. Based on my understanding of air balloons I learned from Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, Brack begins to work the small engine, which ignites as he changes levels. Uh, the balloon begins to ascend. The diamond quarter begins to shrink below you guys. Um, as the city just spreads out beneath you, you can see the various districts. Um, you guys are Willow to the northeast. Yeah. Northwest. Um, actually, not just there, but just from this elevation, you can kind of begin to make out miles away the borders of this city uh you can see an expansive sea em it's winter uh you can see a sea of trees a, a a mixture of deciduous and coniferous the coniferous just creating splotches of dark green in the distance it's obvious to you that the city along this cliffside is plugged right into an existing forest. Um, but you do see one district, which Brack points out. Ah, that's the uh, Gleaming Glade. Uh, you can see that it's crisscrossed with, fa criss with farmlands. Family. Family, okay. Huh? You got family in the academy district, do you? Oh no, we're just doing some light reading there. I thought you asked what brought us to Dublin in general. Oh yeah. Well, we actually don't know a whole lot about the history of Dublin, so we're hoping to learn a little bit more about the city itself. And we're not paying for a goddamn tour guide to tell us some bullshit. Right, well, you just gotta get. Uh... I guess you guys have traveled a while. <clears throat> How long has it been? Yeah, I'm like sitting there, just like looking, like, hand up to my chin, like looking up towards the sky. I'm just like trying it's, to remember exactly how long Gary, it's been. It's been Gary within the a one, year. Had the two. You've, you've had <laughs> at me least from... a week. <laughs> <laughs> at least a <laughs> of what? It's been like Traveling four. Like, yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. He is not wrong. Our door is rocking that. Is that what the Com kids call it? You guys nowadays? are comfortably weaving your way through spires. You're just not really doing anything tragically aerodynamic, basic. Probably based on the interaction of, fuck, I gotta check my whole rig over for this guy. But, uh, um, he's polite, but he just says, yeah, I, I know some things. What do you, what do you guys want to know? What's the coolest building? That's all right. Actually, watch this, and he he reaches up, uh, pulls a bit of the rigging, reaches out, pulls a rope. He says, "Hold on," and the balloon does teeter a little bit, not dangerously so, but a little more abrupt relative to your guys' trip so far. Um, as he turns, and he points to the south, and you can guys can see he's sort of just pointing out one spire out of many. 
Uh, but he says, over there, you'll find the craftsman quarter, where all the uh, the smiths, the weavers, much of the trade uh, begins. All right, John. Much of the down. trade begins. Uh, but that one, as he points out, just one spire. He's like, that is actually um, a workshop that my great-great-great-great-grandfather founded. Ooh, workshop, you say? That is the Golden Forge workshop. My friend here is something of a, a workshop himself. I dabble. <laughs> I can fix literally anything. He turns back onto course, and he's like, he says, oh, really? Uh, you would be... You'd be, uh... You'd find a lot of work here, I assure you, uh, Mr. Warforged. I whisper to Balthiel, don't leave us, we have freedom fighting to do. I'm I'm not planning on leaving. I was also told by some, some people back at the tavern that the, the Queen's Cottage was some something to check out. Is it just, uh, is there anything to do there other than just marvel at the architecture, or...? Give me an insight check. And my charisma is shit, so this is going to go poorly. Insight? Insight's uh, wisdom. wisdom. Oh. oh, I actually have proficiency in insight. Uh, it's going to be a 12. Fuck it, I'll burn a flash of genius just because I'm feeling saucy. We're going to make that a 17. So he sort of... He says, well, she has some lovely gardens. Lovely gardens. The architecture is great. The stonework's great. Um, he just kind of gives some non-details about it. But underneath it, you feel like he doesn't really give a shit about that. As if, like... He's being professional, but you know underneath it, he's just like, uh fucking queen oh yeah gotcha okay i like this yeah i uh keep it to myself but i just kind of that's not along good to know now that's over close to the gleaming glade it's her vacation house uh you gotta watch out though sometimes some of the kids from the academy stretch are always out there protesting kids what did you say about kids some of the younger university type, they, uh... Oh, sorry, I was talking to my friend Barris here. He said kids in a really mean voice. I'm a kid. Youths. Okay, These yeah. children. No, don't worry about it. That's not better. No, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, what's the best place around here for a kip and a nap? Oh, there's there's inns aplenty, and uh, he actually points out that you guys are uh, you're noticing the bronze the bronze architecture start to give away to kind of a uh, a mix of brown and blues as you reach a district of spires and domes, but uh, these ones are accented by just. Midnight blue, dark blue uh, roofs. And Ooh. he says, well, 
they're in the academy stretch. I'm not too familiar, but uh, there is a very popular inn uh, known as the Dragon Slumber. Uh, that's where a lot of the uh, a lot of the professors like to hang out and talk shop. Uh, it's not one I frequent myself, but it's one that my passengers often mention. I think we should go there at some point. Listen to some professors, get away from the co-eds. You mentioned the Golden Forge earlier, and how that's like a, uh, I guess for you, kind of like an ancestral sort of thing. What kind of work do you guys do there? Do you, do you work there, or such as family? He works here. Well, oh. this could be a side gig. <clears throat> no, well, this, is, this is wakes my up, gig. Chooses violence. He <laughs> <laughs> works here. Oh, uh, my, family, my family runs it, but uh, my father, not, not a very patient dwarf, so I kind of decided I would... Uh, Try out a couple other things, and uh, this is a rather interesting venture of mine. Uh, I get to meet a lot of interesting people and see a lot of places. But uh, my family, nice. much of my cousins, my my grandfather still runs it right now, but he's he's getting up there. What's uh, what's your family name? Uh, Golden Mane. Golden Mane. Golden Mane. Did say that. Am. Someone doesn't listen. Chris. That's me. No, nah, I'm just joshing. Um, you guys actually... <laughs> actually. What you're saying, Gordor? I mean, do you, do you like your family? Or... Oh. Family's family. I just... Uh, truthfully, I just can't stand how hot it is. Okay. That's I just, fair. I don't like sitting around the forge all day. My father had me. My father always had me. He's like, "Hey, I need your help. I need you to work the bellows." Uh, but apparently, I just wasn't working the bellows right, so he just would start yelling. So interesting. Uh, so I see. You don't like the heat, but you don't mind the giant flame that keeps this balloon alive. Oh, God damn it, Paul Thiel! It's relative. Fuck you. <laughs> He's just like, you haven't seen a forge flame, have you? Yes, I have actually. He's I was, I was, I was, I was made by one actually. So you should okay, know. This is he just fine. Doesn't, he just doesn't talk to us for the rest of the flight. <laughs> Your descent begins sharply. <laughs> he pulls all into, into a building. <laughs> right, Brack. I was going to ask in a nicer way, but that's fine. I was just asking because uh, you, know, you seem like a nice, respectable. Fellow, and I was wondering if it was uh, worth it to give that place a visit. Oh, the the craftsmanship is excellent. Don't tell him I sent you, but if you do, check it out. Uh, my family does good work. Uh, they specialize in mostly armor. You got a boy here who loves armor. Triple great. Triple great grandfather was a bit of a pacifist, real real weirdo, honestly. But uh, kind of sent sent the family down how they go. Are we actually starting oh. our descent though? 
Yeah, no, nah, okay. no. Nah, this conversation's going on during the descent. Okay. Well, thank you, Sir Golden Man. Yep. I just yeah sit sit back down. If I was not sitting down, I don't know. <laughs> Looked back out over the uh, view and yeah, you guys begin to descend down into this uh, this district of blue roofs and brownstones and milling individuals begin to come into view as you uh, sink down into another dry dock affixed to the side of a stone walkway. Um, a canal with some ships. Um, some smaller boats and ships. Um, several dozen feet below you. Uh, Brack throws out a rope. A uh, young human boy grabs it, moors the balloon to the dock. Uh, the side of the basket falls into a kind of makeshift gangplank, and Brack bows his head and just gestures out of the balloon. Hey, Brack, before we leave, uh, can you point us in the direction of the nearest um... library? Place where they would hold records, city records. You got the word. Books. He's uh, <laughs> I'm not too familiar, but I I do think there is a public library in here somewhere. All right. We'll Thank follow you. signs. I'll see you. Tip the man. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Fine. I. Uh, I. I uh, I deposit a gold piece in his hand as we're leaving the basket. Flips it into his pocket, bows his head a little lower. Says thank you, and uh, remember, Brack. I feel just ask balls. Like, it's <laughs> just like tip. Here's a gold piece. <laughs> I don't think I understand how much how much gold I have. <laughs> it doesn't I matter. I haven't bought a damn I thing. Understand. Like Ball wants nothing. I understand how much gold you have. <laughs> um, I think I understand how much gold he has after he keeps saying how much gold he has. <laughs> Damn it, Balthiel. He has a lot so, of gold. We haven't had to buy a whole lot. Okay, you guys descend onto the stone walkway. Uh, crowd's a little different here. Uh, before in the Diamond District, you were mostly dealing with finely attired individual. Uh, this is a spattering. You have some people in fine robes, you have some people obviously scholarly, miserly, um, and you obviously see the hungry academy students. Uh, their last dime spent on textbooks and bullshit. Their last dime spent on knockoff cereal brands. People just swinging at me. Uh, is there any sort of indication of what, as to where the, the public library would be, or do we have to start asking around? Could I ask? Can you tell me? Fuck. Looks over I'm, his shoulder. Where could I'm it be? Right first. there. This is the hardest D&D game I've ever played. <laughs> I'm going to approach one of the Hold my dick. <laughs> I'm going to approach one of the more scholarly looking people. It's like, we've heard there's a publicly a public library around here. They Publicly. fucking ignore you. I Someone just in fine hey. rope. Hey! Can, can I help you? Library. Yes, you can. Which... Which... What? Closest one, or the one that we can access. 
you you will want the public library. Oh, I get it. They're at capacity for us. <laughs> I just watched that one. Yeah, no, um, the person that instructed you was probably like a uh, later 50s woman in scholarly robes. She says, kind of looks you up and down real quick. The public library is two streets over. Thank you, and also looks can be deceiving, and then I just walk away. They've already. That lady was a real bitch. In in Willow's mind, though, that was like a super cutting insult that just like cut that woman to the core. In her mind, she's just like fucking loser. Already forgot. Away. Yeah, already just forgot non-existent entity. And yeah. then I just muttered to myself, "That would have been better if she knew it was a changeling." Nailed it. It really sucks being a character that's from nobility that cannot cannot abuse that. <laughs> uh, guys, they Only said with two... that attitude. Wait, when she said two streets away, did she kind of like point in a direction? Yeah. Okay, good. Because otherwise, I would have been like, "Fuck what?" So we we head over two streets in that direction. All right. You approach and you do notice some signage for Dublin Public Library. Um, this building, relative to the universities, which as you've walked a couple streets, you noticed, you have noticed grand campuses for Mordecai's Academy of Evocation and Hasha's School of illusion uh you've seen two large campuses for two branches of magic that you kind of just pass by but uh relative to those the public library wow it's big it's about the size of dewey decimalian's fucking library in in man or uh in birmingham Bronze roofed, brown stone, or blue. Sorry, I can't understand it with my nine intelligence. <laughs> I need you to use smaller words. <laughs> wow, you really are cop. Um, the last <laughs> bus, two bikini, bottom. Oh, library. Okay, okay. I'm gonna grab a beer and grab a piss, but Bio you notice that relative, relative to the other buildings, this is small. Uh, I can't, I can't talk much because my intelligence is 10. <laughs> Bio break. Noah, give us our sponsor. Your intelligence is just barely enough better than mine, and you just have you have like this incessant need to like make sure I'm I the stupid one. <laughs> Today's session is sponsored by the Turkey Hoagie that Noah is finishing. You guys got any plugs? No, I don't really do drugs. Today's session is brought to you by D.A.R.E., scientifically, exactly. scientifically proven to get kids to try drugs sooner. D.A.R.E., where we're going to go into schools and tell you all about these things you've never heard about that you shouldn't try. D.A.R.E. Weed is awesome. Don't do it. D.A.R.E. This session is brought to you by the city of Philadelphia. Get into a fight. This city is brought to you by receding hairlines. It's cool. Hey. <laughs> nah, my hair's not receding. It's just thinning. It's just a sign of wisdom, okay? 
Your Wait, we're talking about, too big we talking about hairlines? Yes. Just shave your head and grow a goatee. Oh, no, no, you, you still look like the smallest mountain. You should just you. really go with that. I'm gonna bulk up. Start using the gym. There he goes. Oh, speaking of that. Speaking of the gym. Does, does Dublin have a gym? Are we gonna go to the, gy <laughs> the gym in Dublin? Every Academy workout montage. Fitness Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness Dublin. Gaia Fitness. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have a we have a membership so that every every city we go to, if there's a Gaia Fitness, we can get showers there for free. Chris, this is actually how Gardor gains proficiency with martial weapons. <laughs> is is you hit every fucking Gaia <laughs> Fitness in every city. <laughs> I need a membership card. It's actually included in your Boris package. Hell yeah! Oh, that's big. Todd, do you have any sponsors? I knew I'd join them for a Do reason. Do I have any sponsors? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not really. Oh my god, how do I make Otherwise, it? I wouldn't be here. Today's session is brought to you by Apathy. Because... That's it. Because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care enough to give you an explanation. That's, That's That was my joke. Yeah. <laughs> Apathy. <laughs> because... Yep. <laughs> AKA what powered John from about ages 14 to 22. Ugh. You're at the fucking library. Woo! We did it. Look at all these. <laughs> all the fucking nose stats. So we go inside. Look at all these books. So we go inside. <laughs> uh, Let's go inside. We don't have to disguise as old men for this, do we? It's a public library. Is there a. That's a name. I guess there's like a front desk or something. Yeah, you walk in. Rather open concept. Uh, no real doors. You're mostly just marching in through archways. Right. Uh, you approach. There's uh, a red-haired halfling gestures you four over. Yeah, what can I help you with? Uh, afternoon. I We are looking for... Can you direct us to the section where... Can find books on the history of Local this history. beautiful city. City, yeah, I'm getting there. Be I thought you were going to say. Something I'm about sorry about my friend here. She's she feels like she needs to jump in on every single conversation. Uh, I'm not even. Well, it sounds like she's making doing up for it. something. You're still doing it. Sounds like she, sounds like sounds like she missed out on something. It's trying to make up for it. She's shoving a whole banana in her mouth right now, and that's canon. Uh, <laughs> um. But, um that's weird. Local histories. This is scrolls. This is going off paper. the rails. Just hands it to you. Uh, up the stairs, three doors to the right. Slide down the stair. Slide down the slide. Okay. Slide. Is it a swirly slide? Sure. Yes. All right. We follow her directions. I follow her directions for sure. I don't know what everybody else is doing. You eventually find your way to a uh, a section, several <laughs> a section. It's a the, section. We, several we, bookshelves. We don't know if there's the one you wanted, but it corresponds to the fucking. There's books. The uh, whatever they're called on the piece of paper you have. You found it. What are you looking for? 
History of Dublin. What do you want? Um, so Balfiel is specifically looking for, yes, older looking tomes, ones that are dated, I mean, literally years. 200 years ago. I listened to Varys, it's 200. Is that what we're calling uh, cougars now? Um, Between three and <laughs> My god, there's <laughs> so much going on right now. <laughs> what the <laughs> Half of us aren't even drinking. Uh, That's the problem. Yeah. So, um... The cleric's drinking water. Didn't even go to the Boris office. He's taking Roy off the crid. Um, He doesn't even have a social security number. Ah, yes. Balfiel is looking for older tomes. Ones that are about 200 years old. Um, but... You know, he's, uh... He's mainly looking for things that are Great War related. Um, yeah, I think that's really it. I, I can't, can't say I'm too much interested in anything else at this moment. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, actually, for actually, Noah, come on, man. <laughs> I, I didn't hear Willow, so give me one second. What Noah or uh, what uh, Balthiel? Um. For now, I'm just looking for that, uh, but then it just occurred to me that I would also like to look into uh, the history of, like, the royal family here in Dublin. Um, if I can get any information on that. But that's a secondary thing. The first thing is I'm trying to learn more about, like, the old history, focusing on the years that I would expect Varys to have been here. You are able to find plenty of works on the Great War. They are written from the irish perspective and you notice a sort of condescending air on all the historical events um chronicling england's just weird desire to expand england um to ireland well you're just looking in the last 200 years right yeah yeah so it's mostly England trying to expand, colonize, um, specifically Scotland, um, expanding north. At this time, you notice that a tentative, not ceasefire, but just, I can't think of like an artsy word for it, but a very casual peace between Ireland and England um, about 200 years ago. Uh, you know that Ireland did not support England in their expansion into Scotland. Uh, they did not. They did not provide resources, but they took a uh, a neutral stance. They did not take a side during that time. Um, royal family. You learn that. Ireland does not have a royal family per se, but you do see various mentions of the houses of Limerick offering guidance. Uh, You also see a couple mention. Can you give me an investigation, actually, real quick? A natural one. Total, it's going to be... uh... 10. Yeah, so. Yeah, you just find that the houses of Limerick 
offer guidance. Uh, you you get a very loose history of Dublin and how the Gui- humans guidance and governance are just like they're not taking more like a shadow a shadow government is kind of <laughs> the vibe you're getting. It's a wild public library. <laughs> Lizard people. <laughs> the government is lizard people. <laughs> the government is lizard people. No, but so Southern Ireland, the largest cities, Killarney, Cork, Kilkenny, Waterford, um, are largely human settlements, Dublin included, that have been influenced by the houses of Limerick. So there's a lot of elvish influence in these cities, uh, which you might recall from. You might recall from Titus, the sea half-elf, mentioning that the magic of this area is more divine or naturally occurring because there is that distinction in magic between divine magic and arcane magic. So the elves essentially taught the humans of this region to get more in touch with the divine magic and they use that to construct these great cities blah 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 um there is no royal family influence outside of just the english royal families visits their uh constructing of the queen's cottage it's obvious to you that this casual peace between Ireland and England is more fine. We'll do it. It's not really an inconvenience to them. And as you kind of approach more and more recent information... It's obvious that this war with France is really letting Ireland do whatever the fuck they want. You, personally, the party, you haven't seen a lot of naval influence in Dublin. You haven't seen us. Other than the one or two Navy airships that you've seen flying in and out of the city. No foot traffic from the Navy. But... Anything else, both of you? I think that's it for me. I guess if I so I didn't find anything that would be like really jump out at me about anything that happened that was very specific and like to quote Willow violent in the last two hundred years. Do these books have appendices or index uh, indices? Sure. My intelligence is twenty. I think I think uh, Balthiel would know to look there. Just look up Demon of Dublin. Nowhere. DOD. DOD does not exist in any of these appendixes. Kind of figured. Seems more of a slang thing. Um. Willow, what did you ask for earlier? Just, um, in the history of the city, any, like, mass casualty events not inherently related to the war, possibly beforehand. Also not plague-related. That actually takes out a couple of things. 
Um, just because of the way the city's built, disease can really run rampant here. Yeah. Um, no plague. You get a lot of references to like various explosions and experiments that have gone wrong. Generally referencing local mages. Honestly, the the craziest high casualty event was an explosion in the Academy District about Where's my pen? Academy District, we're there. Yeah, no, you're in the Academy stretch. About a hundred years prior. I read further on that. Yeah, um, about a hundred years prior, there was a high casualty explosion that took place uh, due to a mage by the name of Lightloom that apparently failed in some sort of endeavor. They Lightloom was not found. But the casualty was up in the uh, three digits. Well, hey, Varys. What's up? You ever you ever meet anybody named Lightloom? Oh Christ! I've met so many people, man. Um, I don't. No, I don't think so. Actually, did Varys just flex on us for being popular? No, <laughs> just did. Yeah, I wrote. I rolled a d20 just for shiggles, and I got a nat one. Okay, I definitely did so, not know yeah, you definitely don't know Lightloom. You discover that their first name was Kefka. <gasps> we've had Jinx this session, we've had Kefka. Is Portal canon? Anyway. Portal um, is... Wait, what's the canon I want? <laughs> Portal's, like, multiverse canon. Okay. Because, like, so, Rashka was here. Yeah, where was Rashka? Rashka was a coach driver for Mickey Merlot. I'm so excited for some selfie Mickey Merlot shenanigans. Do you When's... want that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just need, I just need a consent. Clicks pen. Um, I, I just want Ilian Dog to show up. Um... No, so well, as everyone is going. Oh, oh sorry. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. just gonna say, uh, as as um, Willow was talking to you, Balthiel was very diligently putting back all of the books in the exact same spots that he found them. And then uh, he, um, I was gonna, I was gonna approach the rest of the group, and uh, I was just, <laughs> I was just gonna say, look, I, I didn't find anything like really that jumped off the page at me. Um, so that leads me to believe, Varys, that whatever happened to you was very, um, within the family, which is maybe something we didn't, we didn't already not know. Maybe we were kind of already assumed that, um, and especially because from what I can find about the governance around here, it seems like the families of Limerick sort of just kind of imposed their will on other areas of Ireland. And so... And so I... I I'm, I'm interested to know 
what your family's role in that was. Because that might lead us to... To how you ended up where you're at now. Um... Yeah. So I'm, I'm not expecting you... you to know, because obviously your brain's been tampered with, but... Yeah, my brain's broke. Um... So my family used to be a much bigger deal than they are now. Um, they're, I've tried, I've worked really, really hard, really hard to kind of restore our name, but we were, we were on the hard times for a little while. Um, I mean, again, I, I haven't been around my family for over 200 years, but we did whatever we had to do to try and get back to where we felt we deserved to be. Do you have any... Do you, I'm well, not shocked. Knowing that, do you... Well, well, actually knowing that, do you think that there might have been, like, rival families, or I don't know really how oh, UELs do things, that clans that might have, I don't know, framed you for something that happened? I yeah, that's a possibility. It I mean, even, it wouldn't have to my, be something that's like would make it into the history books either. And actually, that would be the perfect crime, right? Something undocumented, yeah. or at least what I actually not in the wanted public to library. do was see if there was any um, family records, like coat of arms tracking, anything like that. Sometimes you can go through find like specific instances. That's a fantastic, um, fantastic idea. We should do that. Your family trees, yeah. You know who might have answers. So what are you looking because for? Because I trust a I trust a record more than I trust me right now. Um, is Varys' family? Yeah, I think he's just going to look for like a record of nobility or like elven families, like something along that line. So, um, just to kind of find a concrete record of whatever his family. If he can find anything his family's been up to, fantastic. If all he finds is a list of his family members and like intertwined relations with other families, I think that he'd be happy to start there. And while Varys is looking at just out loud to the group, I just kind of, you know, also Willow's interaction with that lady in the street back there makes me think that there's got to be records that aren't available to the general public and. I don't know, I just feel like between Varys and then me and then we have a Legion member, we've got to be able to come up with some way that we can have access to records that aren't oh, yeah. necessarily accessible to the general public. I see if a we can yeah. options. But go ahead. If we can, can you give me an investigation? If sure. If we can determine that I haven't done anything that would make the public against me then i have no problem wielding my influences i mean i, I i'm my family has some backing that's all i'm saying I, I i can't i can't speak to whether the people of dublin don't know you for something bad but there's clearly nothing in the in the in the history books that would make you infamous for something evil or nefarious yeah so it's got to no. be something more uh yeah so, Varys so, is... Sorry, go ahead. So. So. 
Varys, you're having this discussion. You're pulling off genealogy books left and right, going through them. Uh, you're tracing lines of elvish families back centuries. Dozens of centuries. You go through about two, three, four books. You don't see the name Galandol anywhere. Well, that doesn't make sense. So kind of rifle, rifling through. You see, you see names that ring a bell: Rakash, Grendel. You see names that like tickle the back of your mind. Like, I knew that kid. Or it's like that guy shit himself in class. That guy, like, you're seeing things that ring a bell, but you do not see Gallandel anywhere. Um, Varys is so mentally unsure right now that his first instinct is that Varys Gallandel is not his name. And so, yeah, he's just got, like, the books don't lie. The records don't lie. And so he's 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 gone through multiple tomes at this point. If his family is anywhere near as reputable slash infamous as he remembers it being, it will be here. And so he kind of turns to the rest of the group and lays out that argument. Very, very shakily, very unsure. But my name might not be Varys Calendell. Or it could have been erased from the books. So there's a couple options here. We ask Varys's family. We disguise Varys's face and go out and ask scholars about the demon of Dublin. Or we kidnap one of the old professional-looking scholars, take him behind the alley, learn his name, I assume his identity, and I go into one of the other libraries and learn what I can. Let's put it to a vote. <laughs> That's our three options. Uh, I like the first two options way better. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's a fallback. Ugh. Fuck. First option, we have to go all the way to Limerick. Well, we... Yeah. We might have to go there anyway. We, we are going to have to go there anyway. Right? It's just so... here. But it would be nice to not walk into Limerick unknowing of everything, right? Yeah. I don't know. So, I, 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 feel we, like, I feel like there's got to be some classified city records somewhere that... Are that, we leaving that, option two, or is option three on the table? Uh, we, have a, we have a cop in our group. I don't think option three is on the table. <laughs> Everything we said is hypothetical, Gardor. Our cop isn't paying attention. We can get away with it. In Minecraft. What are you talking about? I'm just sitting there whistling. <laughs> He's like, I can't read. Ever since we learned Iron Bullet is not good. He's like, I'm not a cop anymore. <laughs> I'm a loose cannon. He's like, I just, wear, I just like wearing the uniform. For the power. So how are we feeling, boys? 
All right, run through the options one more time. Visit your family in Limerick. Two, yes. disguise your face, approach uh, a scholar, and ask about the demon of Dublin. Three, kidnapping and identity theft. Hmm. Four, or I guess addendum to two, we go to nice-looking bars dressed up and try to get a scholar drunk. Oh, we go and oh, oh, wait, we go to that, that bar. We go to that professor yeah. bar. Exactly. Is there a place to buy robes around here? I mean, I mean, there you're was in, you're in the middle of the years right? ago. That's fair. Not here, I don't think. Kind of looking around at the books. I'm going to go ask the person at the front desk, hey, if we went to the academy, where would we get our robes? Which one? Uh, either professors or students. Um, just, just go to a store on the corner. Good point. Thank you. Very fucking Molly Ringwald mood to you. Just <sighs> turns turns away. Starts talking to someone else. Kind of turns me on. Um, let's go to the store today. Let's go to the mall today. Are you guys departing to go to look for robes? Yeah. Anything else you want to do in this section, this library? Um, dance party. Do we look and do we look into any like records of historical, I mean, uh, military conflicts? I I guess I mean that was kind of, I don't know if I made that clear, but that was kind of what I was looking at was just like big, big events like that. You okay. would have hit it, but is there anything specific? Just before you leave a fuck. I mean, if I mean, if Barrett is asking a second time, then if he has anything that he's looking for, then that would be. I'll defer to him. So I, I was, Whenever you guys go into a library, you essentially have Google. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. Um, Varys right now is really skeptical of everything he thinks he remembers. Okay. Um. So just canonic. When did the great mo when did the morning take place? The morning was a hundred years ago. Okay, yeah. So that was over in England, correct? The morning happened in Scotland. It was in Scotland. Okay. If you look mm. at the world map, um, it's the big green. I did not add that back. Um, it happens okay. around Glasgow. Okay. Um. I figure, I mean, that's big enough. It's got to be included. So Varys is just going to go through records looking at that event and kind of the surrounding things and just making sure that it matches up with his timeline. Because he, up until like a week ago, was completely confident that what happened happened. And now he's fundamentally unsure. He so, just wants to compare. Yeah. As you're kind of going through the different records and such, your timeline 
for the last 200 years. Clean. Everything makes sense. It's... Everything prior to... 1600, I guess. Okay. Um, to be more more precise, just for your character. Okay. You're just getting <sighs> a lot of confusion between the memories, the abolith, the aboliths unlocked for you, and your first century at life. That's why you're just like, huh, I'm not showing up here. But I remember this kid from class as like you're yeah. going through the genealogy records. You're just like, that person, like, I remember that person. He shared his juice box. He, or she won the fucking award in class. Like, you're, you're getting some stuff, but it's not making sense. But everything for the last 200 years is good. Everything Here's checks a whistle. out. Okay. Um, okay. I just, Varys is, I think, one of the main things that he's cautious about or slash curious about is the morning. But he just wanted to, like that, especially in light of recent incidents, wanted to make sure that was what he thought it was. Do you need a recap on the morning? No. It was just, um... That was a re- that was a really big event in his life, and so if that was so not many true, of your friends died, yeah, it happened. If that was not true, that was going to be, yeah, that was going to be close to shattering. Nope. Okay. Everything in question for you is your first century. All right. And yeah, because... I think Varys kind of breathes like a quiet little sigh of relief books back and joins his party. All right. We're good. Good. Let's go to a bar. I need a drink. No. Clothes shopping. Fuck. Yeah, I need a shopping montage. Me for shopping. Yes, bitch. Let's shopping. go. Yes. <laughs> Mifa canonically is just RuPaul. <laughs> Um, if you guys are deciding to leave, uh, you can make your way to a corner shop, um, and you can purchase robes befitting the style that you kind of just look outside and see. Ballfield's got the tab. What's the bill? Um, how, how ostentatious to miserly, like, where do you guys want to be on the range? Willow. You want to look like directors or adjuncts? Willow. We want to look like adjuncts. Willow, persuade Ballfield into being as okay, ostentatious so we, as possible. We want to look like we actually have some clout, so we're more likely to get information out of this guy. So they're not going to do that for any fucking co-eds, right? we got to be at least adjunct professors. Because Willow knows how university... <laughs> I just meant that Willow knows fashion. That's all I was going I for, do. actually. <laughs> yeah. I just thought you were going to be like, we can't... buy this shit, it looks cool. Um, we actually can't get too nice, because that looks like we're not hardworking. 
professors. Alright, so... We buy some... We, we buy... I, I, I'll, let's go not middle of the road, but just a, slightly above that. Like a 6 or a 7. Yeah. A Dublin 7, if you will. <laughs> Dublin 7. We're, we're doubling down. That's the name of the episode. Damn. It's like a Birmingham 4. <laughs> nah, I don't fucking know. I need to change this music. It's like a Birmingham 10. Said, yeah, it's a Birmingham 10 because yeah. of, of the hags. Opposite curve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's see how fucking expensive. I just tore a page in my notebook. Mm. Oh, fuck. One. You hate to see it. That's eight gold. Oh. <laughs> Say less. No, you got... You're able to get some really nice fucking robes for any of you that are planning on... How's our fit? Your fit's good. Um, can I actually be... Uh, like, so I'm gonna duck behind a bookshelf and make myself like five eight, so I can wear these robes later and not be super short. Still the same. You get them look. tailored to your join. But I want to be five eight. The money you're spending these fit you guys very well. Um, you actually uh, Gardor a a human man during the fitting ask you. Did you want any accents per your he gestures to your No thanks. Okay. Thank you for the um, offer though. Yeah. Uh you all just received nondescript scholarly academic robes befitting of your size and station. Uh You guys Before we head to the bar I'm gonna duck behind an alley with Barris. A small, uh, a minor face. So yeah. people don't recognize him as the demon of Dublin. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, meta game here, but can't Varus change his face on his own anyway? Varus, can you change your face? I remember putting a, a illusion over your face back at the other library. I can, but I'm not sure that the face that will change to will help us achieve what we want. So I think this might be the better option. This might be the better option. Why, what's your other face? I just do like a quick... Bah, little twop. Yeah, my eyes glow a little redder. My canines grow a little longer. Um, Looks a little basically, demonic. Spooky. Yeah, I look a, little, look a little more demonic. This, he says with slight lisp because his teeth are a little longer now. This not gonna help us get what we want oh there's no other option yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna illusion your foot and i'm gonna keep having to do it every minute on the minute hopefully i don't get too drunk okay so let's head to that bar that our friends told us about is it like five in the evening now afternoon it's five evening now you're talking about the dragons Slumber. Dragon slumber. Slumber. The smart bar, according to my notes. Mar. Let's, let's go do some talking. Let's go do some intelligent talking. Balthiel is pumped. He's walking on purpose. I'm good at talking. Good chance, my good man. Balthiel also picked to... up a picked up a little scholarly hat for Arf. 
<laughs> it looks like one of those fucking um beret. Looks like a looks like a neopet. It can be a beret. Um, <laughs> you also, as you reach back and put the hat on, or if it brushes your skull cap that you recall, you also have. I was um, gonna, I was gonna say, but as you make your way, as you guys make your way, um, following the directions that Brack Goldman gave you, um, you round a corner and you notice a large concentration of individuals in the gold in the uh, green and white of the guardians uniform sort of collecting at the gates of one of these universities uh, as you round the corner and begin making your way to the dragon slumber fuck it's riot cops they seem to just be like Milling back and forth, you see a couple scholars discussing with them. Let's just walk past them and see if we overhear anything. Unless anybody else wants to do something. I think that's the plan, Stan. Yeah. It's, it's easy enough for the more perceptive of you guys to overhear. Uh, there seems to be some discussion about an artifact of some sort that was stolen uh, during the night. It belongs in a museum. Okay, but yeah, you hear you hear mentions of an That's artifact that was stolen um, in the middle of the night. Uh, minimal destruction to the uh, wing of the of this academy, which you notice is. Athens School of Conjuration. But that's all. That's all you really take in as you walk past this investigation in progress. Um, and you find the rather homey facade of the Dragon Slumber Inn. Actually, this is not an inn, it's a pub. Uh... Yeah, stone entrance, couple of different balconies, umbrellas and chairs and shit out front. Are there a lot of people <laughs> gathered? In front of it? No, but you can hear the the bubble of conversations and such issuing out from the entrance. Uh Balka definitely wants to stride inside. <laughs> I wanna I'm trying to find like the most populated area. And I'm just trying to walk right into the center of it. I want to watch this shit. You throw open the doors. Wow, I have fucked up my notebook. You you throw open the doors. It's like a saloon. Uh unlike other times, no one gives a shit that you're walking in. Like Everyone doesn't stop to look at you. Everyone seems engrossed in their own discussions, topics ranging from the academic to the mundane, the arcane to the material. Uh, you see various tables with chess and checkers and backgammon. This is clearly not just 
where the ramshackle members of society gather, but you can see elderly to middle-aged humans. You see the occasional elf here uh, behind the large bar. Uh, you can see a dwarvish woman just shouting orders out to the waitstaff. Um, but you do notice a large gathering of scholars around the fireplace that are engaged in some sort of debate. Some sort of group debate situation. Bossy, would you ever take debate class? I look at Willowbird sure. for just a second. And then I want to go over to the section where everybody's playing games. And I reach into my satchel, flip out my own homemade chessboard, slap down on the table, and then I'm like... I'll, and I, I just shout to the people in the area that are playing games. I'm like, please, I insist. Who would like to join me in a game of chess? I'm so proud right now. <laughs> I'm beaming. <laughs> um, the people engaged in their current games just sort of look up to you. No one really pays any mind, but... And I start using nails as the chess pieces. A large figure actually breaks from the breaks from the debate crowd. Wearing a robe, and you actually see a half orc sort of stumble over to you. Um that's that's a an interesting game board. I made it myself. I'm, uh, I was taught by a friend. A really good friend of mine. Are you, uh, are you playing in four dimensions there? <laughs> uh, it's five. I've, I, I unfold, oh. like, <laughs> like, another half to it. It goes, like, into another, like, Diagonal space, and I'm just like it's the chess equivalent of a like uh, Lovecraftian horror. It's just like no one can comprehend it. When, when I when I <laughs> when I do that, does anybody like near us like look over? Everyone's minds are just like uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, just the half orc, and he just oh, I'll I'll play a game. Sure, roll to chess. Well, actually, I was going to say, we're going to play some rollies. Uh, does anyone else do anything as this uh, individual sits down with Ballfield to play a game of 5D chess? Ferris is physically incapable of doing anything else. He is sat down watching. just like... I am drinking and keeping the illusion of Ferris's face. <laughs> Uh, I, fi right. I figured Balthiel would not be light and delphi enough to go eavesdrop on the fireplace conversation. That's why I didn't go over there. But I figured I'd draw people in with my ability to play chess now. What? Yes, Willow? You want to eavesdrop? <laughs> You're <laughs> small. Yeah, you can sneak over there, Gardor. <laughs> you got this. Just, like, chun, 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 just sit down. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> Gardor, you're literally wearing just really baggy robes over everything. It's a pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't just know, put a I don't know where without him. my armor. <laughs> These cloth, this cloth robe, just in the obvious shape of pauldrons on your shoulders. <laughs> but yeah, no one really, no one really cares. Um, the fireside debate generally just seems to be drunk scholars oh. bitching about which one of their schools of magic is superior. Um, a general disregard to necromancy. Everyone's just like, ugh, amateur. These bitches Shit. have to study magic. Losers. Fucking warlock talk. <laughs> but both feel, um, this, this half-orc individual actually um, grasp your your chess game pretty quickly. Uh, can you give me intelligence? Just an intelligence roll. Is there any way that I can help him? Uh, that's a that's a bitch twenty. You get a bitch twenty. He, you gain an upper hand in the opening of this chess game. Um, in helping the half-orc notices you, Varus, kind of just taking an interest in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, he just strikes up a casual conversation with you, but, uh, he kind of waves his hand anytime you start to offer advice or anything. Uh, so we'll go to the second round of rollies. Can I get another intelligence check? Fuck. Um. So I rolled a 10. I'm going to flash a genius that and make it a 15. Okay. Yeah, you're you're still maintaining momentum. And he, he just uh, as he makes a move, I'm making my move as he's making his move. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. He's uh, let's. I imagine we're having, turning this we're into having a good time chess. with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty enthused. Let's let's find out real quick. I think a D six is a good one for this. You're maintaining momentum. You notice this guy's getting a little agitated. But, uh, round three of rollies. Rolly, 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 rolly. Okay. I rolled, I got a 22. Oof. So, you are starting to see the fruition of, like, your strategy from the start of this, your opening, your mid-game. Um, and you take a piece and you feel like a sense of satisfa satisfaction come over you. And the half-orc says, Ah, you fell for it. As he takes your queen. Out of game, I, he rolled a natural 20. Ah. Oof, fair so, enough. Uh, we're going to enter the last the last round of rollies. Gotcha. It's two to one. Come on, bud. It's two to two. Two to two. Cool. Natural 20s are important. Okay. I was trying to give him advantage by helping. I'm going to use one more flash of genius to give myself another 22. 
it's a very it is an incredibly close game is incredibly close game um you can kind of start to see beads of sweat appearing on this half orcs uh widow's peak which is like slightly receding he kind of chewing on a fingernail in his mouth he makes a pretty expert move as you check it and uh you actually arrive in the checkmate and he with a very violent crap just smashes his fist into the table a couple of the pieces fall off the board he's just like i resign oh that that was a good one he well, reaches out that was I half my hand to shake. Uh, I'm actually very impressed. I I didn't. You picked that up very quickly. Well, well, you know, it's just the same thing in different angles. But uh, uh, Godric, Godric's the name. Uh, my name is Paul Field. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. As uh, you thought of this all on your own. I had a little bit of help. My friend here is uh. He plays a few more games than I do, but uh, I, uh, I came up with this one on my own after he showed me the ropes. Gotcha. He, he introduces himself as Godric to you as well. Varys. Yeah, Varys, I think, is very enthusiastic. Like this. Yeah. Talking to Godric. That was. You're... It was a, it yeah. was a masterful wow. game. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of taken aback. That was how, What do you do? How did you how did you pick that up so fast? Uh I mean, I I just myself, I just play quite a bit. Uh me my TAs, they're all rather enthused with the game. But uh it was it was very stimulating, you know? To see it in a different light. Uh, actually, TAs, what do you what do you teach? Um, I myself, I I am an abjuration instructor over at Kleinfeld's. Okay. Gotta look over at Baldfield. That's that's a pretty good school. I'm not familiar, but I'm not from around here. My friend is, though. You guys might get along very well, actually. I assume you mean the elf? Yes, of course. He's the one that taught me most of what I know about chess. Are you an academic yourself? Did you give him? Yeah. Did you give him your name? No. Uh, Mr. We did not. Yeah, we well, did he not. introduced himself as Godric at the mention that you taught Balthiel how to play. Um. Okay. Uh, then yeah, uh, Varys will give him the fake name that he uses when he travels, which is um, okay. This is his fake name that he uses when he travels. Um. And so, yeah. Hi. I'm sorry. So rude of me. I just I was so caught up. That was. Anyway, my name is Vithariel. Uh, I'm not teaching at the moment, but, you know, in lifespans, I've dabbled in academics of a course. Um, abjuration, wow, how'd you get into that? 
Oh, well, uh, you know, you don't, you don't see a lot of us down here, but, uh, my father, once I came into the picture, he took me out of Northern Ireland and brought me down here, and, uh, he, he did what he could, uh, get me in school, and, uh, I did a lot in my fifth decades, or five decades. I was gonna say, goddamn. Yeah, um, yeah, orcs don't live that long. Or uh, <laughs> in my five decades, I've done a lot to get where I am. Northern Ireland. I know. I have a lot of friends in Northern Ireland. Where in Where in Northern Ireland? He kind of looks at you. He's just like, you do. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, Ballymen, like all that, all that area. I know. I have a. I have a lot of friends out there. He says, uh, he says, well, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I myself, uh, come from Balamena. Yeah. Uh, my mother is from there, at least. Our actually, yeah, our, um, our ship's navigator on our way over here was from Northern, Northern Ireland. Not all elves are douches just most of us he actually takes a sip from his flag and he says oh I know <laughs> Gardor you do notice nothing during the debate but you hear a discussion between two people and a name just like perks your ear it's like yeah Silas Stormhall yeah the Admiral um, I think he's going to win the election. He seems to be getting a lot of popularity over in England. It's like, really? You wouldn't... You wouldn't think just an inventor would get so far in politics, you know? Yeah, but he seems to be pulling a lot of, pulling a lot of weight over there. Who knows? He might be our next prime minister. But that's, uh, Gardor, what you overhear. Just okay. the most interesting tidbit mm -hmm. while all this is going on. Yeah, I feel out of place amongst uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, when there's a natural lull in the conversation between Varys and Godric, I just sort of chime back in as I'm setting back up the board. Um, so... Godric, I have to I have to ask your opinion because uh, we uh, we took a quick jaunt over the over to the uh, Diamond Quarter earlier, do some light shopping, uh, and on our way back, our um, our air cab, the uh, the pilots, he seemed a little uh, apprehensive about the governance here in Dublin. And I'm just interested to hear another scholar's opinion on the matter. The governance being... Uh, the crown. He kind of just... He rolls his eyes as soon as you say it. Ah, oh, this shit. The second person. Well... Obviously, a couple decades. Uh, the end of the Great War. 
England spat trying to take over the the good folk of Scotsman, Scotland. Uh, Ireland has maintained the peace between the two because I mean I I'm not militarily minded. It just seems a little more advantageous for them not to fucking kill each other. But a lot of the the older among us, they we we see that there's really no point in disturbing it. But the younger, they just the young ones, they get this weird sense of nationalism they think Ireland should be free as if it really it doesn't make a difference whether we raise an English flag over the city or an Irish flag business goes on we continue to study but truthfully in my opinion it doesn't matter. And to be fair, I only, I might have three more decades if I'm lucky. So I don't care. I'm just going to do my contribution and go. But the war with France is the best thing to happen to this country. And when he says this, he mouths Ireland to you. Limerick is still going to pull the fucking strings. We're still going to go about our business. But as long as England's busy in France, we can do whatever we want. I appreciate the input. I, I, I hate to bring up such a tense subject. I know no one will... Enjoys to talk politics over games and and ale, but uh, it's okay. You're inquisitive. You're not telling me I'm full of shit, or not yet. Anyway, calling me a racist for my opinions. But yeah, for me, it's it really doesn't boomer. matter. <laughs> Relatively speaking. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my uncle. He's a fifty-year-old half-orc. He's a boomer. I'm just drinking. You're drinking. Gardor's eavesdropping. Varys, you doing anything? So, so then, Godric, how do you feel about the the influences from Limerick? I, I mean, yeah, I, I know, I know, you don't really care about the politics. As as they come from England, but how do you feel about the the politics as they uh, are here on the homestead? Listen, old timer. Listen, siren. It's been. <laughs> it's it's the guardians trying to figure out this heist that oh. happened, one block over. Um, but he says to you, Balthiel, and he's like, old timer, you are at least four times older than me. I guess this is the first time. Ballfield looks around for a second and, and then just like accepts it. <laughs> you might be new here, but Limerick has been running this country 
long before I was even a twinkle in my father's eyes. And I'm sure they will long after I'm dirt. And he kind of just gestures around and he's like, look at this city. Have you ever seen something as magnificent as this? It's definitely something different, that's for sure. Maybe they know what they're doing. But I'm just a professor. I'm just here to help the next generation find their way. So that's what I'll do. And then as he says this, he kind of waves his hand and you see some arcane energy coalesce and just sort of sheathe his hand. And he says, help the generation protect themselves and the future. He kind of flexes his fingers and the energy dissipates. And that's what us abjurationists are here for. Uh, with that, Balthiel doesn't have any other like specific questions for him, so I just assume Balthiel ends up setting up a friendly game, less of a competitive match and more of just like a because we're not sitting we're just sitting here doing nothing so he mentioned anyone specific in limerick or just limerick as a whole it's social but you win okay i'm assuming you can roll higher than a nine yeah i i just thought uh yeah i did <laughs> i mean no no one specific he's more just referencing that he knows that he goes into a little more detail than you've gotten and a little more esoteric with yeah. the information. Uh, he mentions that Limerick pulls the strings by bankrolling the different guilds and the different noble families in yeah. Dublin. Um, he does mention uh, just in as he gets drunker and drunker, he just starts to mention some of the different families in Dublin during the casual game. And he says the uh, the Aristo family. I'll put that in resources in a check second. Great, thank you. Um, but just something that you pick up in conversation is the House Aristo. Mm -hmm. He says they've been making moves, making ripples throughout the city. Um, but under his breath, he just says they have the money, but they're fucking weirdos, man. I don't know. Don't get involved with the Aristos. They could mean weird good. But, uh, I mean, they're the foundation of all aristocracy. I don't think we want to mess with them. Oh, disgusting. I spit I'm looking face. at my root words once I've been drinking. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> my, my whole point with first starting the social game was just as a time waste in case Willow and Gardor wanted to do anything. Willow got drunk. Oh. <laughs> Actually, okay. give me a con check. Me, yes, sir. Con, con, con. Gardor, you, you're, you gathered your information. Oh, yeah. 
Gardar's intimidated by intelligence. Uh, He's uncomfortable here. Oh yeah, you got drunk. I got drunk. He got drunk, Gardor, you got your information. Uh you guys make your way back to Varys and uh got summoned. You got you got something. You make your way back to the table, uh Godric. I assume it's bows his head. It's further into the evening now, right? Yeah, it's past okay. dinner time. I'm assuming you guys grab some food. Costs less than a gold. Fuck it. Um Godric bows his head. He says, well, if you ever find yourself in Kleinfeld's, Balthio, uh, make sure to ask. Stop in during my office hours. And he sort of ducks away and the four of you find yourself. We made a good friend. She's across the bar. <laughs> Jarek is a very, a rather old, pretty damn old human. Um... Full head of hair, lucky motherfucker. And <laughs> but salt and pepper. Uh looking about 70. Silver foxes. Says, well, I, I overheard you referencing the Gallandal family. I'm assuming you mean the Calendrils. Eric's is just gonna kinda cross his arms a bit. And what do you know about the Calendrils? Make a persuasion. Yes. Fuck, how late is public library open? Oh, fuck, I can't believe we've done this. Pretty late, but it closes in 16 minutes. Oh, yeah. persuasion? What'd you say? 12 on my persuasion. Well, I... have been teaching Irish history for four decades, and I know that the Calendrills have been a very long-established family in Limerick, and they regularly attend the Aristos Midwinters Gathering every year. Is, is it Midwinter? You're not there. We gotta go oh, to or no, I, I was like... <laughs> uh, yeah, what time of the year is it? And, um... Okay. It's coming up. Okay. Ooh, it's coming. It's um, coming up. And yeah, Averis is going to act notably, sufficiently. Oh my. Oh, so you actually know what you're talking about and kind of try to fluff this guy's ego, get more out of him. Wow. You. Wow. That's a really good school. You've been teaching it for that long. Okay. I'm sorry. I might have overstepped. Yes, I did mean the calendrils. I will listen to anything you have to say. Tell me, just explain to me how smart you are, and just tell me everything you know about the calendrils. I'm stroking his ego. You are stroking his ego, but uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. You actually <laughs> learn in this is something that he goes on this long ass tirade that I'm not going to fucking role play. Ooh. And you learn actually something that surprises you Varys. Um specifically here in Ireland elves once they hit around their 3rd century they return to Limerick to share 
and to learn, to share what they have gathered in their first 300 cent or their first three centuries, um, to create a history in Limerick, to add to something that this individual calls the soul wind. And he makes a note that the Calendrils are just a large, influential family that <clears throat> contribute to the city. But that's just a piece of elvish lore that you feel like you should have known and kind of sounds familiar in the back of your mind, but you learned something today. Yeah, because Varus is... I want to say three hundred ish. Over yeah, just over three hundred years old. Um, Remember, okay. you have another man's face. Hmm? I'm making you hot right now. Thanks, bud. Um, and yeah, I think Varus, after letting this guy show off how super duper big brain he is, um, he's just gonna kind of disengage make his way back to his friends. He'd be like, okay, look you up. I'm going to, next time I need to win an argument about the Aristos, I'm coming back to you. I kind of work back to the group with Gardor. That worked yeah. so well. Thank or you. do you find yourself around like, Baltiel kicking Willow's ass in 5D chess? <laughs> I just imagine Which way is that? Then yeah, I'll, I'll share we learned there. So it looks like we need to go to Limerick. Eh, fuck. We need to go to the mid some midwinter's dance gala. What? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. I mean, I. Uh, Physically know what you're saying. The words, the words make sense, but like, no, they don't. We need to go there because don't the calen calendars go there? How would you know that you weren't part of that conversation? I, I just told, I'm I just told you. Yet. I'm very. I'm, I'm close by because I have to do the magic on Varus's face, and you're I'm just drunk. drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said calendar. All right. Yes, I think we need to go to the Aristos Gala. Paul Field, you gotta buy us some drip. Well, I haven't been. Oh God. Uh, I, I. So where's this? Is this? Is this Aristos? Aristos Gala in Dublin? No, it's in Limerick. They hold what? it around How? midwinter. Wait, but we're past the that. Aristos are in Dublin. Oh, they the are? Okay. Calendrills are from Limerick. I thought you said that the Aristos were in Limerick, but they had an impact in Dublin. Are we... Are, but Vice we're, versa. We're past Vice versa, into, okay. Right? So the ball's gotta be over, right? It's coming up. Oh. It's coming, it's coming up. up. Or so, let's call it... Let's let's retcon it to um, the Spring Gala. Early Spring. Early Spring Gala. Is the... Equinox. Is the, uh, is the party going to prom? I need every bad bitch up in Equinox. <laughs> Is the party going to prom? We're going to prom. Buy us some drip. 
Are we going to prom, guys? <laughs> we need a side mission of finding the hottest person in the city so I can assume their form. You're looking at him right here, boyo. Yeah, that's now. the problem. <laughs> Killer going to prom. Right. 